0: We have Surly in studio. Uh, Surly Talk Sport on Instagram. Uh, Last time he was uh, on with uh, Running It Straight, got lots of texts saying how great it was to have you on the Eway, Surly. So we had had to get you back in, mate. And... uh now that I've said that, put you under a little bit of pressure. Yeah, as absolutely, well, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> stitch up. Yeah. But, um, mate, Magic Round, you fizzed? Oh, Fighter. absolutely. Last year I was
1: lucky to be there. So. I was going
0: to ask you if you if you'd been over.
1: Yeah, I went over last year. Geez, it's a good time. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd never been to Suncorp for a starter, so that was a bit of a bucket list. And then just, yeah, the whole setup. like you've got Caxton Street, the Caxton Hotel, which of course, rugby league folklore, she's the place to be. And yeah, you just walk down that main strip, it's bars galore. Everyone's in their different teams' kits yeah. and just really into it, like we think we're passionate. Tell you what, those <laughs> Aussie
0: rugby league fans—they're a different level. Oh, even like Aussie sports fans, like they just show up, you know, to the to their events, um, whatever sport it is. Um, what's it like in terms of? Do you get a ticket, like a day ticket? Do you get? tickets to individual games? like How does it work from Yeah, the...
1: I was lucky enough to go across with the Warriors so that worked out well for me. So we got the three day tickets but yeah right. you can buy day tickets. So I don't think you can buy individual games. No, nah. So you buy day one two or three. By day three she's she's pretty bare and I think yeah. the NRL knows that because yeah. normally those are the kind of typical Sunday Arvo games on then but yeah, Saturday night she was absolutely humming. Yeah. Um, the Warriors almost pulled off a famous comeback against the Bunnies That's last right, year yeah. so that got everyone up and of course being Brisbane, plenty of Kiwis over there, so yeah. the crowd was really into do, it.
0: Does that, like, do they stick? Like, if you bought a day pass for the three games on the Saturday, do, do, does everyone stick around? Like, do they stay for all three games, or do people sort of file in and out depending on what game it is? Yeah, we were the last one. The
1: weather was hopeless, but it was still pretty full. So, yeah, yeah I, I think people like to show up for all three. There's the atmosphere builds there from about ten a.m. The pubs open up early. That's great. So it's it's
0: unreal. Yeah, no, nah, I'm uh, very jealous of people that um that have been heading over um. Just looking at the games that we've got on Saturday, because obviously we start uh, open it up on at five o'clock. Mm. Sharks, Dolphins, seven thirty. Storm, Rabbits at nine forty-five. I mean, yeah, that's going to build fantastically well for probably the game of the round, um, mate. Before we before we get stuck into uh, talking about the games this weekend, we're going to uh, give the punter some tips as well. Um, a lot of people probably don't know your backstory and sort of where you've come from. Yeah. Um, I sort of came across your Instagram page, I think, last year. Um, you are doing all these interviews with the Warriors boys. Um, but talk us through, like, you know, your sporting background, where the passion came from. Because it's not just rugby league. Obviously, you're a big fan of, of a lot of the other codes as well. Yeah. Um, how did it all sort of start out for you?
1: Yeah I've played rugby union since about five years old so the typical kind of Kiwi story you know the old man takes you along (laughs) he was my coach until high school as well so always got a bit of tough treatment from him he didn't teach me how to tackle properly though and I'm paying for it now (laughs) And in my later years Uh, like went through to Westlake just always played footy so yeah I'm I'm a rugby union boy but prefer to watch rugby league like probably the majority of people these days Yeah shifting. Yeah exactly Um, playing Northcote Prems rugby union and just one night at training a few of the boys were like man you don't stop talking about sport (laughs) and this was kind of before podcasts were a thing it was a while back now so I used to jump on SoundCloud every week for like 10 minutes and just spin absolute shocker yarns about like grassroots code and just take the mickey out of the boys or our opponent for that week and then it started to build some momentum and then decided to take it a little more seriously so he moved it over to Spotify and stuff and then reached out to the Warriors um, being a big fan and said I'd love to do some stuff with the boys, while they were overseas and over in Aussie for COVID, um, thought that fans really hadn't had the usual level of interaction that we get with them, um, sort of been cool to hear a bit more about their stories, and yeah, that that podcast series went really well, and now doing bits and pieces all over the show so it's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah no, it's been growing well. So um, was that sort of I guess the shift when the Warriors you sort of got in touch with them or had you sort of noticed yeah, your audience already starting to build before that with what you were doing?
1: Yeah it started to grow a bit more just through like word of mouth between mates so over on the North Shore word got out that, uh, that that I was talking some sport each week and then yeah once the Warriors that was kind of the biggest exposure because obviously they got a huge fan base not just in New Zealand but Australia. Australia as well so yeah that kind of spread me around a little more and now got Sky Sport, TAB, all sorts on board mm. so yeah really loving it and just stoked to be able to talk some sport all the time.
0: So how do you like stay across it all so quickly because often you're like the first person I see posting about yeah. whatever news has just come out like you're not just basically on your phone 24-7 are you?
1: No I'm lucky I'm, I'm self-employed so um, I have a health supplement distribution business so um, that allows me time to watch some other sports and stuff as well so much like the setup you've got here I've always got a sport going on in the background whether it be basketball your league your rugby anything so often you see it all unfolding and then also those, those American pages they get stuff up pretty quick so mm. if you scroll the phone every so often I also get a lot of people firing through stuff nonstop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. have you seen this have you seen this yeah. so yeah it's pretty easy to cover it all once you're
0: kind of across everything. Yeah absolutely um, if you weren't I guess watching or following rugby league or rugby, what sort of tucked them behind that is one of your favourite sports. Yeah, it would
1: be the NBA, I think, yeah. especially come this time of year. But yeah, pretty diehard NBA fan. Love my NFL as well. So those are probably the two backups. Got into Formula One, the typical drive to survive convert. Welcome aboard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Same as me. I uh, love some golf. Love tennis. Love a bit of everything, and and have played a bit of everything. But yeah, those are my big four.
0: What um, what, who are your NBA and your NFL teams? Well, I'm a LeBron James fan, so okay, I've, yeah. I've been Follow moving. LeBron.
1: I've been moving around with LeBron, yeah. so was stoked with yesterday's outcome. And then in the NFL, cause I was a OG Bron fan, I didn't have an NFL team, so I went with the Cleveland Browns when oh. he went to Cleveland. <laughs> and boy, have I paid <laughs> the price since. Yeah, yeah my dad he's a, a Green Bay Packers fan, as is the brother. And my dad actually went over and played some college football in the states. He was a punter. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. So he's he, he loves it. Yeah. But um, so he got me involved. Wish I took green Bay went with the Browns, and now yeah. we're stuck with Deshaun Watson on massive money,
0: <laughs> <Nanny>. tough times. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you sort of wish that you had an expert you know, telling you exactly what you're getting into, right? Yeah, when pe- avoid. See, I'm lucky I um I spent some time in Boston, so I just jumped on all the Boston teams and I didn't like didn't really know much about them or it's just so happens that they're all really, really good. So yeah. Sorry to rub that one in. I uh, got a t- <laughs> got a text that came in here saying, uh, didn't know you went to Lake Ben, lost a good mate today, Rosa for life, red and blue.
1: <laughs> oh, that's rough. Um yeah, I'm proud to say I don't think I ever lost a Rosmoney throughout Ooh. my Westlake career. And also good to see last year Westlake, I think they put
0: like 60 Odd on them so <laughs> definitely the dominant school on the North Shore I want to see yeah, the, the follow up text to that one and uh, funnily enough Kempy's actually texting here on May the 4th and says Sammy Chewitbucker the hairy commentator may the 4th <laughs> be with you Chewy Thanks, Kempy. Yeah, Thanks, what a legend! Kempe. I'm surprised he got my name right. <laughs> um, a couple of questions that, got, that have come in here as well. Just quickly before we uh, get into some predictions and some thoughts, and I, uh, I had Justin Horro message me. He was going to come on between now and 1:30. He's going to come on just after 1:30. So if you want to hang around, the scope. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll chat to the scope. The skip get some jam from him for the mm-hmm. weekend. Um, ben says, and I'll, uh, and this isn't you, but I'll put it to you. Hey, Sammy, uh, what are your thoughts on Ab- Andrew Webster uh, having a bit of inside oil on the Panthers, therefore allowing a few sneaky moves to get us over the line? For the win, of course... Uh, it's Webster v. Cleary, sort mm. of uh, apprentice v. master this weekend. What do you reckon, sir? A few tricks up his sleeve? Oh, sure. Knows the
1: playbook. Yeah, obviously he knows the playbook very well. I saw in the press conference yesterday he was saying that he hasn't spent too much time kind of laying the land out to the boys about what Penrith like to do, but it's only mm. natural. He's of course he's going to have a few tricks up his sleeve. If anyone knows their deficiencies, it'll be him. So mm. yeah, hopefully he's highlighted a couple areas where we can target them. They're a pretty polished side though, and it'll be rare to see them lose
0: three. In a row. Yeah, I do need to go and find out actually when that if that well when it last happened. It certainly wouldn't have been over the last few years given mm-hmm. how dominant they've been. Um, it's funny too as well. Me and Kippy were talking about running it straight yesterday. How you do sort of see the the fingerprints of um, the Penrith style and the Warriors, particularly yep. with. You know, like Torhu playing that sort of Isaiah Yo role. Mm. And, you know, you take Torhu out, we've sort of seen how much of a, of a massive difference that uh, plays. But, but Penrith not having um, kick out, and I wonder if you're talking about those weaknesses, I wonder if, you know, Webster's going to really try and target those edges. Where it's generally where we've played our best, I think, against the Roosters, we didn't really try that. Um, it was quite, I guess, lateral. Um, but, you know, hopefully, yeah, we, we exploit that on. On Saturday.
1: Yeah, for sure. Just talking to a, a few of the lads, they were just saying how much he emphasises that sweep on attack. So you can often see the Warriors, they set up in a bit of a box formation out mm-hmm. wide, and our winger can be 15, 20 metres in from touch. And then we have Sean kind of sweeping across that second row, coming back on a cut, which Curran scored a couple times off, or punching a short ball like Jackson Ford does. And then you've got your centres and wingers kind of sweeping out from there. And when you watch Penrith over the past couple of years, that's been the basis of their attack. So yeah. Webby's definitely. Bought some stuff over definitely the good parts but on that Kikau thing it's definitely hurt them like there's you're watching games now they're so close and he just used to be that x factor might yeah. not have been him scoring but he'd get a strong carry a quick play the ball or a nice offload
0: and I think Louis is missing him the most. Yeah 100% um, couldn't agree with you more. Craig's just sent in here and i um, not sure if you'd be able to I'm, I'm sure being over there you probably got a sense of it. Um, Craig says question about Madrid round: Do the team's actually like it is it a festival for them too will the Knights be gutted not to be playing or do you think the opposite is it more like oh great we get a week off we don't have to worry about Magic Ground
1: yeah, a few of the boys just said it was kind of normal for them. Like, obviously, last year the Warriors were actually based in Brisbane, so it was True. almost a, a home game for them. They didn't really get that travel factor. I think for certain players, they probably enjoy it seeing mates from other teams and things like that, but they all stay at different hotels. They're kind of kept a bit separate. Maybe after they have a bit of fun together, but mm. I guess that depends on the result for the Knights. I see Ponga and Bram and Beston that are over in Bali. I was
0: just <laughs> going to say, so <laughs> maybe the other teams will go join them on Monday. Yeah,
1: so they've done the old rugby league pilgrimage every off season but yeah. they've brought it into the in season so maybe Bradman Best is getting a matching uh, leg tattoo on the other leg oh, now okay. Bali, Bali part two but <laughs> yeah I, I, I think they would say they're enjoying their break yeah I saw
0: Phil Gould actually teeing off at them as well but oh, it's, really? it's, well it's I mean it is interesting right like taking a break not taking a break I mean that's what a buy round's for but mm. I don't know going out to Bali I, I don't know it's Phil Gould certainly didn't like it.
1: Yeah, I saw Leo Thompson was at the Chiefs game watching his his twin brother. Yeah, he's the reserve hooker for the Chiefs. Did not know that. Barley or Hamilton? Good choice, Leo. Yeah, yeah, Good choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Interesting choice. Sir. Nothing wrong with the Hamilton Gardens. Yeah, so. No, no not at Hamilton. all. Um, right, we're going to take a break. Um, when we come back, what we'll do, we'll go through uh, all of the games of the Magic round. Uh, we're going to give predictions. Surly's going to give us some tips as well. Uh, I've already seen a, uh, one of his power plays up there, which I didn't mind at all. It's been boosted by the TAB. So uh, stick with us. We'll take a short break. Back in a moment. Welcome in, uh, back in. 20 minutes past one here on Afternoon. Staffy away for the rest of the week. I'm filling in today. I think we've got Watto tomorrow, but we've got Surly uh, in tour uh, in studio talking with us. A couple of texts that have come in. Uh, someone says, cool to hear about uh, Surly's backstory. Enjoy his yarns. And Jimmy says, the only reason why Lake pumped Rosa last year is because all our rugby players played basketball, winning national championships. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> Although Westlake has some pretty good pedigree in, uh, uh, in basketball as well. Yeah. So. two can play that game (laughs) Zaid also says uh, great to have uh, Surly on as well talking Warriors and Brad says with Artie is coming back and Montoya residing who is the odd man out going to be who is going to leave slash not resign?" let's talk about that one a little bit later on Mm -hmm. Um, right let's talk some magic round as uh, my mouse just freezes on me Uh, this weekend up in Brisbane uh, we're going to get Surly to give us his uh, tips for the weekend I'll chime in as well so uh, first game tomorrow night at 8pm it is the Bulldogs and the Raiders Raiders coming off the uh, the Golden Point sorry the field goal win, the one point win and the Bulldogs coming off a win against the Dragons which mm. was a surprise to some people. Um, the good thing about this, well good or bad thing, is that there's no home ground advantage really for anyone other than the Broncos and the Dolphins. Um, so Bulldogs-Raiders, Cyril, what, what do you
1: think? Well the Dogs have never won at Magic Ground. So since 2019 they haven't got a win. So obviously they don't like Suncorp Stadium. Um, they haven't won there since 2015 either so... Maybe they've got a few nightmares about heading back to Suncorp. Raiders have won their past six against the Bulldogs as well. So I'm I'm thinking that that trend continues. I think Ricky Stewart will get back-to-back wins. Maybe he'll save the waterworks this week. I think maybe that Jack <laughs> Wyden story's moved on, yep. but yeah, I'll be back in the Raiders, and I like Hudson Young for a cheeky oh, little media yeah. as well. Okay,
0: we got we got a few people um, texting in Hudson Young for a try scorer. Uh, I saw uh, a power play that, uh, even though Tom Starling's on the bench, I yep. think uh, should should the Raiders score a few points, he comes on, he might um, open up the game a little bit. There's Reed Marnie or Tom Starling, any time try scorer and either team 1-12 at 5 bucks. or Although, I feel like the Raiders could, could do a number on them. that could be high scoring. But,
1: but I think it could be close. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it could be close. Both sides aren't exactly known for their attacking prowess. And saying that, though, meant to be mint conditions. So I think there will be a few points, but I think it will be tight.
0: Yeah, well, that's um, the other thing we mentioned in that first hour is really good weather this weekend, which yeah. means, yeah, high scoring games. Although, what's the um, Brisbane turf like? Because someone mentioned, you know, gets chewed up. Especially, you know, mm. when you're talking, what, six, seven, eight games across a weekend. Is that, did you find that last year or does yeah, it hold up? Yeah, it's a up? shocker. It's a uh, shocker. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I think
1: we saw earlier in this year, in the NRL, someone got right. a knee or something um, on that turf. Was it
0: an ankle? Yeah, because it was after our uh, Super Rugby game, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it might have been Corey Oates
1: or, or someone like yeah, that yeah, did yeah. an ankle or a knee on that turf. It, it really does dig up, so... Yeah, by those sixth, seventh
0: games, yeah, yeah, be, you wouldn't be happy to be out there. Will be interesting to see, uh, the kicking game, especially on the ground. Uh right, Seagulls Broncos, the ten o five game tomorrow night. Um, lots of ins for the Seagulls: Ben Travojevich, Brad Parker, uh, Talatel Kula, and Tommy Travojevich came back in as well. The Broncos coming off the loss to um, the Rabbitohs last week, but welcoming back Mamm and Payne Haas, which are you know two of their best. So. Yeah tasty. It's basically a home game. Well, it is a home game for the Broncos, even though it's pinned as a Seagulls home game. Yeah. What do you reckon?
1: Oh, that's a that's a stitch-up, eh? Like, Broncos <laughs> get an away game at Suncorp, and we get a home game in yeah. Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to the NRL, but yeah. <laughs> I, I think the Broncos will get this, and saying that, though, if Tommy Turbo is finally able to play proper footy which he hasn't been able to this year you can tell he's been restricted this whole time due to injury had the week off if he can show up and play 100% then they're probably in with a chance but I think the loss of Jake Travojevic is going to be huge and then like you mentioned the inclusion of Payne Haas Ezra Mam so I'll back the Broncos to get the dub there
0: do you think it's going to be
1: close or I saw the line was about 11 and a half isn't it I Mm -hmm. Yeah Manly's one of those sides like yeah,
0: is, this man, year yeah. they've been
1: really rocks or diamonds there's a couple teams like that in the competition they either show up like they did against Mel- uh, Melbourne and get the win or else what last week they got pants by the Titans so yep. it's a tough one I, I think it's safer to just take the Broncos head to head
0: I um I do think Brad Parker and Tolitao Call are coming back into the centres because the edge defence has been woeful yep. um, I think that will make a, a difference but I, I'm sort of leaning towards the Broncos in front of a home crowd you know magic round etc I think they uh, they get it and I'm keeping Tommy in my fantasy team as well cuz yes. I'm just hoping I've done the same I'm hoping he fires you know Surely. he's lost a lot of money for me though silly it's uh, it's hard to take the one I hit in that game uh was here I've got the, I've got the overs on the match points yep. 44 and a half cuz I think Regardless of what happens, I think there'll be points. I don't think it's going to be low scoring.
1: Yeah, the Broncos typically like getting in high scoring encounters. They've got yep. an exciting backline out there as well. I'll, I'll chuck in Cobo for a try as well. Yeah. He, he loves it at
0: Suncorp. 13 tries in his past 12 games there. Oh, I love it. Cobo. OK, then... Uh, Actually, let's leave the Warriors-Panthers for last, because we'll yep. probably talk about that a bit more. So, uh, 7.30 game on Saturday is the Sharks and the Dolphins. Um, it, I mean, reasonably good game. And the reason why I say that is because I, I just assumed, you know, Sharks will, will kill them given how they've been tracking, and Nico Hines, just a freak. But when you look at the um, the Dolphins' backline, and particularly with the edge of Ewan Aitken, um, Jermaine Osako, Brenko, Lee Tessenu, it's like, it's quite a strong defensive edge and yeah. that's where the Sharks go. Yeah, So it, it could be a little bit closer than people think.
1: Yeah, Wayne Bennett's 900th as well and, right. and I think yeah. his first ever game coaching was against the Sharks at Suncorp. So really? Yeah, wow, it's a funny little a fairy tale, isn't it? And I think, oh. you know, Wayne, he'll, he'll get the boys up around that. Yeah. They'll do anything for their, cat, uh, for their coach. So... Yeah, it's an interesting one. I heard rumors Brinko Lee might be out and that Valens Tafardo, okay. the, the boy from the Waikato,
0: I actually did see your, your um, message about could yeah. be
1: coming in and if he does, he's really strong on attack and I'm excited to see him play, but defensively he's had a few problems in that Queensland Cup competition as well, so that might be an edge they look to strike. For me, I, I think the Sharks will get the win. Historically, they struggle at Suncorp. They've lost 5 of their last 6 there, but with Nico Hines pulling the strings to precision, I think they'll just be too strong for Redcliffe. But again, the Dolphins, they'll play the full lady.
0: Yeah, what do you reckon for, uh, for an any time try score or tip? <laughs> I went with Ronaldo Mulatalo.
1: He's in that boosted option you touched on before as well. So I'm all over him. Hopefully he tucks that hand yep. in this week. He doesn't put it over the sideline oh. in, in those emphatic dives that he does.
0: <laughs> Old Ed Cossi's son. But yeah, I'll, I'll back <laughs> Mulatalo in, in to score. I love that. I, yeah, man, the the amount of angry punters uh, in that game who oh, had Molotalo. Multi-killer. <laughs> Multi, multi-killer. multi-killer. The other one multi-killer for me is Britta Nikola, who I had, uh, was it last week or the week before, and he didn't. He got close, and then yeah. I think he went off. Alternate Moni- weeks. Yeah, exactly. Ald- Ultimate weeks. weeks and uh, funnily enough when we did show me the money which is our big multi last week um, someone our caller Gareth took uh, Tague Wilton to score yep. at about five bucks or whatever and got a try in the 73rd minute so how great good was Zach that. Lomax oh don't, you know, <laughs> don't, don't, do, don't be cruel don't be cruel next thing you'll start talking about my Boston Bruins oh here um, we go. the Storm Rabbits this is to me the game of the round uh, on yep. Saturday 9.45 and personally Celia I'm staying away from it at the tabby because I you know they basically can't split them um, I'm looking on sports bet as well $1. eighty-five to $1.95 so it's really really close mm. and you know yep could equally see the Rabbitohs beating them by 18 points but could equally see the Storm getting up in Golden Point type thing. Yeah. Too hard to pick for me.
1: Yeah they played a couple of weeks back didn't they only a month or so ago and it was a two point win to the Bunnies and that was the first time they've bet the Storm in the last nine games so mm-hmm. it is tough to predict. Was, that, a, the,
0: was that the task last minute's try? Was yes. That against, yeah. yeah so yeah. it went right down
1: to the wide. There's an option I like at the TAB in these close games. If you go to that winning margin option there's either team 1 to 12. I think it's only paying around a dollar sixty odd but for this type of game it's probably the safest one and if you're looking for a little multi booster, then that's always a good option to chuck in. I reckon try score. Oh, Campbell Graham, yeah,
0: money for jam, surely,
1: right? He's, yeah. he's playing unreal at the moment. Most yeah. weeks he's grabbing a double, but yeah. I, I wouldn't back him in for two or more in this game because I think it's going to be really tight. But yeah, geez, he's pushing for that Origin jersey.
0: I am. Um, I think Campbell Graham is the best centre in the game at the moment, not just. At, on attack but defensively yeah. he is so strong man people just do not get around him so um, yeah and, and scoring tries for fun uh, right to Sunday a 350 game is the Tigers and the Dragons um, once again the, the sort of markets are finding a hard time picking a winner here. The Dragons coming off the back uh, of the loss, probably a surprise loss. They, they've taken out Zach Lomax, but punished him for not bringing in our same game multi. Oh, sorry, our uh, show me the money multi. Um, but, you know, Tigers beating the Panthers, massive win for them. Um, do they go back to back? This is a definition of a first game on a Sunday Arvo type of clash, <laughs> isn't it? Tigers
1: versus the Dragons, two, two salad dwellers. Yeah. yeah, I think, well, Tigers, when was the last time they won back-to-back games? It was almost a year <laughs> since they'd had a win, True. so yeah. it would have to be a while. But I actually like them to get this one done. I, I think they'll be full of confidence after last weekend. and Yeah, and, and Buller and Co, I think they've unmasked a few young talents, so I'll be backing them I'll, I had the Dragons to win the Spoon in the preseason, and after the first couple too, of weeks, yeah. I was a little bit worried about that because yep. they actually showed up and played some good footy. But yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think they could be in trouble, so yep. I'll back the Tigers.
0: Everyone was, and not to you know pump up our own here, but everyone was saying Dolphins for the Wooden Spoon. I thought, I think the Dolphins will surprise some teams and get yep. a couple of results. I sort of thought, I put them at that sort of 12 to 15 range, but yep. I had the Dragons right at the bottom. So, dweller battle, and um, yeah, the Tigers who... I'm not going to say they're a confidence team, but surely... Uh, getting that off their back now will just free them up a little bit. It must have just been playing in the back of their mind. Oh, um, you it know. had to and yeah. I
1: saw post-game Aluma obviously just scored his 100th try he, he gestured to Benji that he wanted a beer and I saw Benji go back and say they had none in the shed <laughs> so obviously the head of hydration didn't think they were going to get the win oh. the boys had to go dry and it had been a while between drinks but so rough.
0: That is classic. Um, 6 o'clock on Sunday the game is the Roosters and the Cowboys and you know, I've sort of been waiting for the Cowboys to fire. It hasn't been happening, and yep. I, I just don't know when it's going to happen now. So, so I'm, I mean, I've got roosters, and could be could be uh, a lot of points in it for the yeah. roosters. Yeah,
1: I'd, I'd back that up. I think I did my uh, power predictor, the... The, the kind of futures multi on the TAB and I had the Cowboys top four so fair to say I've had to reload on that one that yep. was a, a true donation but yeah I've got <laughs> the Roosters to win this one and I think Joey Manu will cross as well
0: Okay, Joey Manu, look you can basically take your pick can't you um, Suali'i, uh, Jackson Paulo, yeah they're stacked um, yeah, yeah. anyone, I mean um, maybe even Victor Adley if he stays on the field uh, the last <laughs> game is the Titans and the Eels 10th uh, plays 12th, 8.25 the Titans you know, despite the the sort of win loss column showing a couple of losses over the last couple of weeks, they've they have blown teams off the park at mm. times during the game. Um and particularly in that Dolphins game, and then of course got the win against the Seagulls last weekend. The Eels sort of been bumbling their way around, like the Cowboys, waiting for them to fire. So this might be a little bit sort of closer than maybe some people might think?
1: Yeah, I think this is a good one for the Overs. Historically, the Titans don't like defending. And saying that, though, Mm -hmm. it is the eighth game of the weekend, so it all depends on how that Suncorp turf is looking. But, yeah, Titans fresh off winning the Kieran Forum Bowl last week against Manly, so (laughs) they'll be fizzed up for that one, but... For me, Parramatta should be too good. You'd have to think. Like, Gutherson over the past couple of weeks, he's been in a nice run of form. It was good to see uh, Dylan Brown play some good footy last week too. That was probably his best game. And then Mitchie Moses pulling the strings. So yeah. I'll,
0: I'll back Parra to get the win, but I think it'll be high scoring. All right, so there you go. Those are the games across Magic. Route. What we're going to do, we're going to take a break for new sport and weather. Uh, Justin Horro, the scope, the skip uh, out of Australia, he's going to join us after new sport. And whether, if you've got any questions for him, double eight double three. we might just get a couple of tips from him. Um, certainly he's going to stick around as well it is 28 minutes away from two new sport and weather up next